Hello, hello, hello. Y'all like that? I know y'all did. Y'all ain't even got a live. Like, no. Like, y'all know I can sing. Don't make me. <laughs> Don't make me bust out. Anyways. <laughs> um, how are you guys? I'm actually doing um, pretty well. We'll get into my life update later because some things that I said before circumstances have changed so we're gonna talk about it at the end anyways <laughs> um so yeah let's get into it first of all first thing i want to say is trigger warning because this podcast might be very triggering for some people i'm probably gonna mention sexual assault murder and rape in here so if you're not comfortable with that, please do not listen. Please do not put yourself through that. If you really can't listen to it, if you're just not having a good day, if you've been through it and it's tough, please don't listen because this is going to be real deep. Like, it really is because it's just like, it's not really personal. Like, it, it's not really personal. I'll explain when I'm talking about it. Anyways, so, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, if you can't listen to it or it's just too much for you, please don't listen. Please Go do something more beneficial for your life because I don't want to be the person to ruin your day. All right, <laughs> moving on. Today, I want to talk about being a black woman in America or really just in the in general. Like I've, Now, when I'm talking, I'm really going to be using black woman and just woman like intertwined because obviously I am both. <laughs> and um, there are issues that overlap and are not just issues with black women in the black community even so yeah let's just get into it first things first <laughs> this is something that i have seen and i really want to talk about and this is a case like i told y'all i'm really into true crime i really like listening and wa well, really watching true crime videos i don't really listen to podcasts <laughs> this might be a shocker to a lot of y'all but um i don't listen to podcasts i really don't i make a podcast but i don't listen to podcasts i like to watch videos when people talk Sore. Um, I watch true crime videos. I write true. I watch true crime documentaries, but don't listen to the podcast. Um. Anyways, so I'm gonna talk about a murder case, and the victim of this case, her name is Lauren Smith Fields, and I know a lot of people may have heard of it or may not have heard of it. If you've heard of it, it's probably because of TikTok, because people, the true crime people of TikTok have been bringing awareness to this case and basically essentially it this woman was murdered by her bumble date his name was matthew and she was murdered in her apartment by him of course i should i think i should say allegedly because he really hasn't been charged so allegedly he murdered her in her apartment um they were like i said they went on a bumble date she was 23 he was 38 and yes he was a white man <laughs> um and essentially he called the police because he said she was unresponsive when the police got there they said they saw blood on the sheets and on the mattress but they really didn't take him as a person of interest because he was a nice guy quote unquote nice guy hearing this i was very upset because what do you mean like the one person who was in the room with this woman while she was dying is let go because he's a nice person let it have been a black man they would not have been saying he was quote-unquote a nice person and that just really makes me upset and what also makes me upset is when i was seeing like the clips of the um 
when I was seeing the clips of the stories and like you know how when people post the stories of the murder victims they oftentimes post pictures to like um show who the victims were when they posted the picture of the guy they posted a like a nice clean like picture of him on a hike but when they posted her they decided to post a picture of her half naked and that really disgusted me because this woman was murdered like period point blank allegedly whatever allegedly murdered by this man and you're sitting here kind of showing her in a provocative light and I really don't like that especially because I feel like they're trying to treat her as if she was provocative and she brought it on herself and that's why they posted a picture of her on the news page in a bathing suit. I really don't like it. Like it's really disgusting and nasty to me. Like y'all could have chose any other picture because it honestly it's clear to me that they found this picture on social media. Like there's there's no if ands or buts. If you're if my family member was killed, I'm not gonna send the news articles pictures of them in their bathing suit. I'ma send graduation photos, just regular oh mirror selfies or just a regular schmegler picture of them. Not no picture of them half naked. So this is how I know they looked this girl up and they found her social media and posted this picture. And it just makes me so upset because it just like seems like you're trying to show her in the wrong light because she went on a date on Bumble. Now, of course, people like to victim shame, and honestly, there's no reason to victim shame. This girl is dead. Like, there's no reason to victim shame her. Like, obviously, just from personally, I would not bring a date back to my apartment, but clearly, they were probably talking for a good minute before she decided to bring him back to her apartment or let him come to her apartment, as most people do, because even on Bumble, people like to hook up. You know, even though Tinder is known for hooking up, it doesn't matter. People like to hook up sometimes and do whatever and what have you, and that's perfectly fine. There's no reason to shame somebody for that. What you sh who you should be shaming is the person who did the despicable act of murdering the other person. That's who you should be um, judging. And... It makes me upset because time after time after time after time, when black women are hurt or killed or murdered, their cases are basically just pushed to the side. Like, the police were not taking Lauren's case serious. They didn't care. They're like, oh, it took TikTok. It literally took 9 million people on TikTok to be like, uh-uh, like, y'all need to look into this. This is not right. Um, This is not okay. And then they finally were like, okay, we're going to look into it. We're going to start the investigation because they just kind of closed it because they didn't have suspects. You do have a suspect. <laughs> he was there. Like, it makes me so upset because I've seen so many cases where black women were just discarded as, as like, nobodies, essentially. And, and it really does. It really does upset me. Like, because it honestly, you know, when the whole case of, um gabby polito was going on and you know people were searching for her looking high and wide high and low i saw a lot of people saying like oh but if this was a black woman like nobody would be looking for her and there would not be this much upcry and honestly when that was being said i really ignored it because i was like this is not the time this is not the place for this like this girl is missing and possibly dead at the hands of her ex-boyfriend like this is not okay to be bringing this up but I'm realizing that <laughs> they weren't wrong and because they're not wrong like I feel like we as black women are just not taken serious when we say stuff has happened to us or when we say you know or when we're missing like there's there's <laughs> there's hundreds of thousands of little black girls missing right now and nobody's looking for them you know like it's just like they do little short searches but it's nothing worldwide it's nothing like Oh, let me, you know, let's make a whole task force to put on it and look for this little 
15 year old missing black girl like and it, it, it sucks <laughs> it really sucks like it doesn't give me hope like obviously i pray like nothing like that ever happens to me or like nothing really bad happens to me or anybody i love or just anybody regardless because i really like that's a terrible position to be in but it's like damn if that was me to know that the police would just probably be like oh she probably just ran away like like know this honestly know this right now i would never run away there is absolutely nothing in my life that would make me be like, yeah, let me run away from my home, the place where I lay my head, the bed that I sleep in at night. Let me run away to go God knows where, <laughs> have no real plan of where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do. That's not happening. Like, let that be known right now if it was me. It's it's not happening. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and it's sad. Like, and honestly, it's crazy because today, right before I was about to make this podcast, I went on Twitter and I was like, you know, let me just go on Twitter. Let me see what's popping right now before I make this podcast so I can get my mind right and think about what I'm going to talk about. This girl that goes to school with me um, in college, it just popped up on my timeline because some people I follow follow this girl because obviously, like I said, we go to the same school and I follow people from my school. And she had posted something basically saying that she was sexually assaulted by a student at my school. Now, obviously, I go to a HBCU, so historically black college, right? Or university, really. Um, obviously, I, at first, obviously, I didn't know the boy was black, but when I looked it up, yeah, the boy's black, because I did look for his Instagram, because I wanted to see who he was, so I could be like, stay away from this boy, but I, I know his name, so I guess that's enough, but, um, regardless, she was basically talking about how this boy sexually assaulted her, and I find it sad, because first, the girl, of the girl didn't bring it to the school's attention, but regardless if she did, my issue with people bringing like issues like this like sexual assault to the school's attention is that a lot of the schools don't do anything about it even my school like let's be let's be honest whether the boy is a player on a basketball team a football team a soccer team or baseball team whatever or just any regular schmegler boy a lot of schools don't do much when they're told that somebody's sexually assaulted. I've heard so many stories of people from my school, black women from my school, saying that they were sexually assaulted by the same guy. Like, there was literally, earlier this earlier on this year, well, last year really, in fall semester, there were a, people, there were like multiple people posting this one boy saying that they were sexually assaulted by him, yet a still lets him on our campus. And I'm just like... Why would you, like, you don't care? And it's crazy because, like, schools will really say, if something happens to you, please let us know, please let us know, like, please tell us. But then when you tell them, they don't do anything about it. And it's like, you don't care. You don't care. You're too busy trying to protect these boys that you're putting us women at risk by continuing to let, allow them on campus and allow them in public housing and dorming, especially in dorms that are women, like our unisex dorms. Like I live in a unisex dorm. So if there was a boy over here sexually assaulting girls, I would think that's very important. I would want to know that. You know what I'm saying? I would want the school to say something about it. Like obviously at first they're not going to say because it's alleged, but still like, I would want to know, like, hey, this boy, mm -mm, don't be around him. Like, I would like to know that. But, you know, a lot of schools, they don't. And even just women in general. Like, I've heard so many stories. Like, one time I saw this video of this girl who was saying, like, she, um, she was, like, the valedictorian for her college. Was it valedictorian? Or was it high school? 
I don't rem I don't really remember when she was in high school or college, but I just know she was she was speaking at her graduation. So I'm gonna assume it was high school because I don't think students are allowed to speak at their college graduation. I'm probably wrong. I haven't graduated college yet, so obviously I really am not sure. I know there was like commencement speeches, but I thought that was like famous people. Anyways, regardless of the point, um, she basically like called out the people who sexually sold her, the boy who sexually sold her, and the, and the teachers, and the adults, and the guidance counselors, and the principal who did nothing about it. And in the middle of her speech, y'all, they cut her mic off. They literally cut her mic off and said, no, like, you can't say this, da 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 Why not? <laughs> Why not? If she was sexually assaulted, I think that would be something that, first of all, when it happened, y'all should have took the proper, um avenues to make sure that this boy did not come back to school now obviously you know i'm not discounting her story but i'm just being honest yes do some women have i heard stories of women lying about sexual assault yes and every single time i hear a story about a woman lying like she was really really lying it makes me want to deck her in her face because why would you lie about that you know what i'm saying especially because when people lie about it it's not like they just lie about it and like let it go no 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 no. they have very elaborate stories about what happened and it makes me upset because i'm like you're telling this very believable story and you know what's gonna happen the next time when somebody wants to do that somebody else they're gonna they're gonna do exactly what you say in your story because people are like well we believed it once why would we believe it again you know and it makes me upset because i'm just like why would you lie about that like, sexual assault is not anything to, like, lie about and think it's, like, okay. Um, but, yeah, back to what I was saying originally. Yeah, so the girl posted it, and she said, like, she didn't really go to the school about it, which, I mean, okay. But I, her posting it on Twitter was, was bringing awareness to the issue. She even said she went to the hospital afterwards, so obviously there are records of what happened. I feel very bad for this girl. She did end up, like, she said, she even said, like, she left college. Like, she left college because it was just so bad. But she is now back. And I'm very happy that she's back. And I hope that she finds all the healing that she needs to find. Just, you know, can be um the best she can be. Because she said she's always wanted to go to A&T. Like, the school she's always wanted to go to. So, I really hope that she can just get through it. Because I know it's tough. I know it's tough to admit that something like that has happened to you. And that's exactly what she said. She was like, it's really hard to admit it because her because she even messaged him she said me messaging you is me admitting that it happened and that's very hard for me like i i can't believe it and i feel um i feel very bad for her i really oh my gosh i'm sorry y'all i keep i don't know who's walking in the room right now but i just heard the same i just heard doors slamming and slamming and slamming it's like oh my god it is y'all it's 1 in the morning why is y'all walking in at your room so sorry i don't know i just had to bring that up because like what are y'all doing screwing like oh my gosh <laughs> that is not inappropriate for what i'm talking about anyways um yeah so i seen that and like i said i was just really um i was like that's really sad and it just like really made me want to make this podcast because i really was like dang also plus the fact like even just uh, um moreover i feel like in the black community even there's a lot of discourse about black women and black men like in relationships and all this stuff and <laughs> it really just i don't know a lot of it is just dumb to me but some of it makes sense. And honestly, the only parts of the conversation that makes sense is whatever the black women say. <laughs> like, I always find myself agreeing with what black women say. Like, for example, one black woman was like, y'all should stop trying to look for black men um, to get married to them because they're going to make you struggle. And I agree. 
not obviously not all the time but sometimes yes it's like why do i have to struggle to be in love like i should just be able to fall efforts effortlessly in love with somebody and not have to struggle now i know what you're thinking a beer cheat <laughs> this is so random because i'm like i, I know what you're thinking a beer cheat how did you go from very serious topics to like topics that you could look on twitter and see well I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I just, I just am. Anyways, um, so yeah, like, for example, no, cause this one, y'all, this example had me messed up. I saw this black man, first of all, number one, this black man, he calls himself a therapist. Like, let's just start there. He's calling himself a therapist. He's saying he's a therapist and all this stuff. Okay, cool. That's what you want to call yourself. That's what you're calling yourself. However, he posted a video <laughs> and in his video, he basically said, um, what did he say? He basically was like, I don't date black women because when I was younger, my my mom was a single mom. And she would make me do stuff that her husband was supposed to do. Like, her, his dad essentially was supposed to do. So, like, he basically said his mom, when she would come home, she would expect him to rub her feet and console her when she was sad and just stuff like that and honestly when I heard that I said okay well that was emotional incest because she's treating you like her husband but you're her son um which is obviously wrong I don't really feel like you should be rubbing your mother's feet or like oh running what he said was running baths for her yeah like he had she would make him run baths for her and stuff like I don't think you should be doing that because that's like a husband's thing or a boyfriend's thing and you're her son so obviously like I said that is emotional incest however Continue on with his conversation. Like, it, it had me messed up. Because he started off by saying, this is why I don't date black women. And then proceeded to tell his experience with his black mom. Okay, I understand that's what your mom put you through. However, how are you going to blame black women for that? You know what I mean? And this is what I find a lot of times about black men. Is there some stuff that just doesn't even equate to black women. But somehow they will drag the rest of us down just to make themselves feel justified and better. And it don't work. Like, it just don't work. You know? And anyways, so like, I'm watching this video and I'm just so confused. I'm like, this had nothing to do. I, I'm sorry that you went through that. You you call yourself a therapist. Maybe you need a therapist. You need some help. You know what I'm saying? You need to get some counseling and get over that. That happened to you. Because you can't blame every black woman for what your mother did. I personally wouldn't do that to my son. You're not my husband. You shouldn't be doing certain things for me like that. And that's and you know that and that's true but it's just like i'm sorry your mom did it to you but you you need to get some help from that because i can't help do nothing for you you know what i mean and it's funny because there was a lot of black women in the comments being like well you know i've been sexually assaulted by black men mostly or or you know i've been disrespected by black men or whatever or i've been disrespected by my own dad but i don't put down all black men and i'm like exactly i feel like for women we can separate <laughs> and say that was this experience that's not everyone whereas black men if it happened once that it's gonna happen always it's always gonna happen it's always gonna be them it's always gonna be them women no <laughs> no trust me from experience like i can't even say this from experience my dad obviously i'm full black so obviously my dad is black we don't get along he's very narcissistic and he's very mm, he's manipulative in a way <laughs> and we've really never had a really good relationship in fact i don't even talk to him now but i don't put that on all black men i don't see a black man and be like well i just know i just know you're manipulative i just know you're narcissistic no i let people show me who they are and then i take them for what they show me so it's like i don't i don't like 
when like I just didn't like when I seen that video because it really to me was just so dumb like it just ain't make no sense like you cannot put down all women because that's what your mother did to you plus the fact I hear a lot of black men because like I said he says I was a single mom and I find it funny that a lot of black men put a, a lot of emphasis on the fact that black women are single mothers have the highest I don't really know if they have the highest rate for being single mothers but you know that's what they be saying and and, I, and it makes me laugh because I'm like, but y'all be the ones giving them the children that y'all don't be taken care of. And then when your child turns a certain age, you be telling them, oh, but like, I'm you. Can, the phone work both ways. First of all, you the parents telling your child the phone work both ways. You can easily pick up the phone and call your child. Know that from personal experience too. But I don't put that on every black man I see because it's not always true or it's not true. Like you like you have to let people show you who they are so you know who they are. You can't just be putting personality traits on them or, or tendencies on them. Like period. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> Basically whole point in closing, in conclusion. With the whole just, you know, people saying protect black women, I personally feel like it's a phrase. It's not in action. There are a lot of people who will scream protect black women, black women are important, black women, you're loved, you're cherished, you're cared for, but then they don't show that love or cherishness, cherish, y'all, y'all understand what I'm trying to say. Um, like... A lot of times, like I, like I was saying as a black woman, I really feel like I am not respected and I am not valued because that's what the world shows me. Especially, like I said, when black women are being murdered or sexually assaulted and it's not taken serious because, oh my god, and I have to say this, I hate, 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 hate when they basically are just like, well, as a black woman, you have a higher pain tolerance and you have a, a, high, a higher like patience level, so you can take more no i should not have to be strong to be okay you know what i'm saying i should not have to deal with everything under the sun to be seen as a person and be seen as okay like yeah she's a black woman i should not have to struggle i should like i should not have to struggle just because i'm black i should not be seen as strong just because i'm black there are days where i i'm like no i can't do this today i'm weak basically i wouldn't use the word weak but that's the that's just like the best word that came out of my mouth but you know just like i, I can't do it today like no no i'm tired i can't do it like it sucks like because they they just try to make it seem like as a black woman you're just supposed to always be strong and independent like no you don't have to be <laughs> like i need some help <laughs> i'm not strong today <laughs> that's it like but regardless like you're allowed to be soft as a black woman you're allowed to show emotion and i feel like the worst part and and i really do hate the little angry black woman like shit i hate it so much because i'm not angry just because i'm telling you how you made me feel i'm not angry because i'm reacting to what you did to me but they will throw that on us so much like literally somebody could be met like and i and honestly you see it all the time i remember that little karen and what was it was it victoria's secret or something like that it was some store in the mall and she was over here running and screaming, oh my god, help, she's attacking me, like, because the black woman was recording her, and she tried, and she called herself trying to be racist to the black woman, the black woman started recording her, and the black woman was even walking away, and the white woman running up on her, telling her, help, she's, she's trying to attack me, and all this stuff, and I'm, like, confused, because the black woman was definitely trying to walk away, but 
it's like as a black woman when you respond to that all of a sudden you're angry and, and you're mad you're mad at the world and you're angry at everybody no i'm reacting to what you're doing to me <laughs> and for some reason that makes me angry and upset at the world and and mad about everything like no i i hate i really hate that stereotype i really do like just because i respond to something it doesn't mean i'm angry just because i say something it doesn't mean i'm mad i'm just responding i'm just saying you know <sighs> regardless like i know even after all this just like i said like sometimes just feeling unprotected and you know unloved and uncherished even after all that i love being black i really wouldn't change it for the world um i love it i love who i am i love the skin i'm in it you know it's what i was given so i'm going to love it period like i just like you know black women are beautiful they're amazing they do a lot of great things um you know we we do a lot and it, and you know what it's also funny because i feel as as black women a lot of times people expect us to save the world and a lot of people will disagree with this but like no they do a lot of people see us like as we're supposed to save the world and like protect and as protectors and all this stuff and you know sometimes you can't save the world <laughs> sometimes you can't be a protector but you know people they want to expect whatever they want to expect i i don't know <sighs> I don't know. I just sometimes I just be over it, y'all. I really do. But anyways, um, in closing, I even though I already said it, <laughs> I really do hope that Lauren gets justice because what has, what was done to her was very wrong, and you know the fact that the police aren't doing a lot about it is really upsetting. It it just reminds me of a lot. I remember, um, you know. It reminds me of Breonna Taylor just because, like, Breonna Taylor has, did not really get justice. There was a bill, like, or a law named after her, but she really didn't get justice. Like, she was unrightfully killed in her home, which makes me upset. You know, I think of, I think about Sandra Blade when, like, she was killed by police as well. And in police custody, she died. And, like, people, and they were just not taking it seriously. They didn't really care. Like, they were like, no, like, this, that, and the third. Like, it, they just, they didn't care. Um, It's really upsetting. It's really disheartening. I wish black women were loved and cherished as much as other women are loved and cherished and protected, but, you know, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> I don't want to say I guess it is what it is because it's not right, but it really is what it is. I mean, I'm going to continue to live. I'm going to continue to push forward and be the best person that I can be and be somebody in this world that my younger self will be proud of and I think that's really all I care about you know if I ever have children I'll make sure my little black girls my little black daughters know that they are loved valued and they will be protected by me in this world as long as I'm here and that's it <laughs> that's really all I want to talk about I, I know I feel like I always say this in my podcast I always be like I hope that made sense of what I was talking about but I really hope it made sense. <laughs> and I really hope, like, the message was understood. Um, you know, basically, the message that black women should be loved and protected, period. There should be no if ands, or buts about it. There should be no but this, that, that. No, it's, it is, no. Like, it needs to be what it is. 
Um, so yeah, I guess let me give y'all my life updates before I go. Um, first and foremost, my first month of January has been pretty good. Honestly, I really can't complain about anything. Nothing bad has happened to me or anybody else. So I think that's really good. I hope you guys have been good too. I hope you guys have, um, continued to reach for the stars, <laughs> you know, and keep your goals that you may have set for yourself. Because I know, like I said, I know it's hard sometimes, but you just have to have the right motivation and you'll pretty much be able to do it. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Remember when I was telling you and I was like, oh my God, I have to pay $240. Ugh. I didn't have to pay $240 because actually when I came back to school, they were still allowing us to return our books and they would take the charge off. So I returned my books and they took the charge off, which I'm really happy because I really didn't want to pay that, honestly. Like, who does? Like, y'all are taking enough from me. You know what I mean? I'm paying enough money to be at this school. Y'all, like, mm. <laughs> just take the charge off my account. But um, I find it funny, actually, because when I got my books for this semester, they put stickers on the books talking about return this book by such and such date. Yeah, I'm glad y'all did that because obviously y'all knew y'all didn't like they like I promise y'all last semester. I didn't even know these books were rentals. Like I'm being so serious. They didn't put enough emphasis on the fact that those two books were rental books and that I needed to return them. So obviously I go home and I leave them here because I'm like, oh, I don't need them. Like, the semester's over. Why would I need this book? And now the time I return it, return it is at school. Like, you know what I mean? But this year, I don't think I'm just going to, or this semester, I think I'm just going to return them before I even go home. So if I need them when I go home, oh, well, I don't know what to sell to myself. Oh, well, I'm because I'm returning them before I go home. I'm not even going to ship them back. And when I turn them in, I'm going to be like, can I get some written confirmation that I turn these back in or something? Because they're not going to sit here and try to charge me for these books. Oh, no, ma'am. Oh, no, sir. They're not going to charge me for no books. <laughs> I think that's what I'm gonna do. Um, is there anything else I talked about last time when I was like, nah, 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 when I was spilling? Um, I don't think so. But um, right now I'm taking six classes. I'm taking three JOMC classes, and I'm taking an Earth Environmental class, a Criminal Justice class, and a Speech class. Pretty easy classes, honestly. I'm able to keep my classes separate because they're we're really learning separate content. So, um, yeah. One of the classes, I really don't know how I feel about it. It's my journalism, like, it's like video journalism. Um, I don't know how I feel about it just because it's more of, like, the production side of journalism. And I'm not really into that. But, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I guess, as a journalist, regardless regardless of any job you have, you kind of have to know the background information of what you're doing and, like, how to edit stuff and how to put stuff together. So, I, I guess it's just as important as being the person talking. <laughs> it is, but, um, like, I can do it. It's just, I, I know it's just not gonna be, like, one of my favorite classes. But, yeah, so that's really it for me. Semester's been good. Um, actually, semester's been pretty fun, honestly. I really haven't had any, like, really, really bad days or anything. Obviously, I hope I'm not jinxing myself right now. <laughs> But yeah, that's. I think that's it. I've been, I've been turning in all my assignments. My grades are good right now. Um, I have class four days, four out of five days of the week, so I go to that. Um, yeah, and I'm just in a good place mentally, which is really good. Honestly, I feel like I'm at peace with myself. Like I'm just, 
happy i'm okay so i hope you guys feel at peace with yourselves as well and you're happy and you're okay i hope if you're in school that you're going to class because i know people will be feeling like they don't want to go to class and they don't go to class and then once you don't go to class one one day you're not going to go to class the next day so make sure you get your butt up and go to class even when you don't feel like going to class okay okay and um i really hope you guys are doing all your work i really hope it's easy for you and yeah with this with that being said i mean oopsies I will talk to you guys later. Wait, y'all know that uh, Azalea Banks video when she was singing and they put the little... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Dion, it was on TikTok and it was like Azalea Banks and she was singing and they put the little um sound over to me and was like, Waiter! Oh, waiter! <laughs> <laughs> That is all like, okay, I'm gonna, bye, I'm gonna go. Bye, y'all.